Living in Light, the podcast. The goal of the Living in Light podcast is to create a safe space and community for those who have experienced dark, dramatic times due to parent loss, grief, change, relationships, illness, etc., while helping navigate a path to healing and a life full of light. Trigger warnings will be in the descriptions of each episode. Disclaimer, the topics covered in this podcast are simply conversational, and they are by no means medical advice or claims to cure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Living in Light podcast. I am really excited to be here again for episode three. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I'd be here recording, but here I am. Um, I've, you know, all right, let's start over. Um, I created this podcast because I wanted to have some authenticity. I wanted to put some authenticity out into the world and I wanted to, you know, make people feel as if they don't need to have everything be perfect all the time and just to understand that the whole point of life is to have ups and downs and to give yourself grace and love yourself through that. But um, I have a really hard time taking my own advice and I guess that's what this episode is going to be about. So a few hours ago, I was pretty much convinced that I was not going to be recording this episode. Um, I'm once again dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome. I just, this is the first time that I've really done something truly completely out of my comfort zone. Um, not only this, but, um, also doing network marketing, selling health and wellness products instead of working full time as a nurse. And I never thought that that point would come in my life. Um, I really didn't. Uh, Once I identified with nursing school uh, my sophomore year of college and had my clinical instructor that I actually work now, uh, work work with now in the ER, Karen, you know, she really helped me solidify understanding what, you know, my talents are and what my gifts are and how I can bring them forward to other people in the world and that I'm smart and need to stop doubting myself. And if I didn't have that experience with her in the setting of nursing, you know, I might have never become a nurse. And I, if I didn't have that experience with her, I probably wouldn't have continued nursing school because I had no idea what I wanted. The pandemic really changed a lot for the whole entire medical field, especially nursing. And that's a whole other 10 bajillion episode series. Um, So I'm not really going to go into that, but it's just been a really interesting time for me trying to figure out what is best for me and i think that i need to realize that i'm just not going to i'm not going to know until i'm settled in it if that makes sense i think i'm just expecting to know right from the get go if something's going to work for me or if it's right for me or if i should continue doing it but that never happens um very rarely do we walk into a store, see the first thing that is in our faces and say, yep, that's what I'm getting and I'm leaving. Like, you know, like you have to look around, you have to try things on, you have to decide what the vibe you're going for is. And I can't keep expecting that I'm making these decisions and just magically going to be 1000 bajillion percent happy all the time with them because no matter what you do in life like you are 
going to have seasons where you don't necessarily feel right or you question things. And that's part of growing. If you're not questioning your environment, if you're not seeing if you've outgrown something or if you're growing into something, then you're really not looking at it for its full potential because I believe that we should look at everything as an experience that we can have to grow. And I need to focus on that a little bit more for myself. Um, And I know that if I'm feeling that way, then there's probably a few people at least (laughs) that listen to this that either have felt something like that or are currently feeling something like that. And this episode is just going to be extremely informal because I'm literally here with chicken scratch on a folded piece of computer paper, literally because I did not think that I would be sitting here right now. So actually, it's funny what what got me on here because I never liked podcasts before. I was like, I, I don't like talk shows. I don't like radio shows. Why would I just sit and listen to someone talk to me? Like what what value is that going to give me? And that was such an ignorant outlook. Um, that was when I was much younger. Um, actually, like really, I didn't consistently listen to them until about a year ago. Um, my friend Meg um, told me about Trent Shelton and I was like, that sounds like someone that is on like <laughs> country music TV. Like I was like, I'm not going to listen to that guy. Trent Shelton has changed my life in so many ways, and I haven't even listened to every single episode of his podcast. Just like in the past year, um, his entire outlook, the way he presents himself, the way he presents his experiences of life, you know, really have inspired me and are honestly part of the reason why I'm here right now. Um, So that there's a lesson to not you know, judge a book by its cover. Like I literally decided that I wasn't going to listen to him based on just his name. And now he inspired why I'm like sitting in this seat at this specific moment, because I, I didn't even have anything written out for an episode. And I also don't really like writing things out because I want them to just come from my current moment of thought. I don't want it to be perfect cookie cutter, something that, you know, sounds scripted because I don't want it to be scripted. I want it to be real, authentic and a message that, you know, like only I in this moment can deliver to you because it's coming out of my mouth and not, you know, edited on paper. One of the things that I love about Trent is that he genuinely wants to just deliver the most genuine message on every podcast episode. Some of his episodes are planned out. Um, like he will deliver five ways to do this or five tips of this, you know, like genuinely somewhat planned out um, episodes. And then sometimes you'll listen to an episode and out of nowhere, he's just like, for example, the one that came out today, um, he was literally out of breath. And I'm like, oh my gosh, was this man just running? It's because he literally stopped in the middle of his workout grabbed his phone and started recording. Literally just just started recording because he had something in his head that he wanted to share. And so that's why I'm here right now. Um so I I just wanted it to be like a we're right now just going to have a like a chat over coffee. Like you know, you invite your friend over for coffee to see um you invite your friend out for coffee to see how things are going and you just have a conversation and that's that's what we're doing today. So, 
last week, um, I kind of explained that I had had some health issues going on, um, and they've been a little bit better. I had a doctor appointment last Monday, so it's been uh, eight, nine days since my doctor appointment, and I've felt a lot better mentally because I genuinely have no idea what's going on. My doctor also has no idea what's going on. Um, so I was dealing with that. I started having panic attacks. I've never had panic attacks in my entire life. Um, and it's just been, it's been a really rough time. Um, being a nurse, an emergency nurse, especially, and that sees a million different things every single day, you know, you, you just think of everything as a nurse, you think of everything. Um, that was even an issue when um, I was grieving my dad because I was trying to go through the pathophysiology of literally everything possible that could have happened to him. And what service, what, what, what do I get out of that? What do I get out of considering every single possibility when I'm never going to know? And it won't change the fact that he is no longer physically on this earth. So was just very, very, very anxious, just thinking about every single thing that could possibly be happening to my body. And my doctor was like, please stop reading case studies. Please just like documenting your symptoms and keeping track of them is fine. But, you know, I was hurting myself more than I was helping myself. Um, but I had the appointment, you know, kind of validated the things that were going on. I'm getting pretty much a full workup, pre- preliminary anyway. Um, see if there's anything that's found and then go from there. Um, so I, I've been feeling pretty good this past week mentally. I've been getting things done. I've been a lot more present. I literally felt like I was a dish rag. That's like the most simple way I can put it. I literally felt like I was a dish rag for like almost an entire month until the day I had my doctor appointment. I felt all the stress leave my body and it was just like what I needed in that moment. But then, you know, when you are so stressed and then all of a sudden you don't really have to be anymore, you just get really tired. So I was very tired, but then I got my energy back around April 1st because new month are symbolic to me. It just, it's turning over a new leaf. That's literally what I learned in kindergarten. And that's how I've looked at new months and new weeks since then. Then today hit and I had a great morning. I got everything literally everything done that I wanted to get done in a few hours instead of the random points throughout the day that I'd been working. And I was pretty proud of myself, but I didn't feel gratified. I didn't feel like I was like I actually accomplished anything. In fact, when in fact, I literally did. I did the best I had done in in like over a month and I still wasn't happy with myself. And then it just kind of snowballed into this thing where I was just in my head. Like I, when, when I get quiet, it's because things are just going, going, going in my head. And I have a lot of things to work on. I, you know, I'm learning about myself in this journey of healing. I'm learning about how my mind works, how the traumas I've been through before and the way people were treated, people treated me during hard times or even not hard times has affected the way I think about my emotions. I process my emotions. I let my emotions out and it's not always healthy. And sometimes in retrospect, like right now, that was a couple hours, a few hours ago. Um, I'm like, wow, like I just was anxious and I had a few doubts and I just literally let 
it all snowball. I, I just let it snowball. Um, I hadn't felt the way that I felt earlier today in such a long time that I was so scared. I was like, why am I feeling this way? I I couldn't breathe. Everything was just, seems like it was falling apart. I literally told my boyfriend, I was like, I feel broken. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. So in retrospect, turns out I was just extremely overwhelmed. I was just extremely overwhelmed. Like I said, this is the first time I've really ever done something completely out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm a person that likes to have answers. That's why nursing was a great field for me, why science is a good a good field for me to be in, because I like to have evidence and fact behind things that happen. And I like to know the A through Zs instead of just knowing like the overall fact, like some people are fine with the sky is blue, but I want to know why the sky is blue. Being like that is a blessing and a curse. And in this case today, I think it was a little bit of a curse. Once I calmed down and had kind of let everything out, I realized that what I was feeling was a sense of overwhelm. I am so excited about the things that are happening around me. I'm so excited about the big changes um, that are coming up in my life this year that will be talked about at some point. But at the same time, it's all new and I want to make sure I'm doing things right. And keeping track of everything has been a struggle. And I've been trying to do all these new things. Um, I'm going to like, I'm only 26, but nursing school, like I wrote everything down. I like, I barely typed my notes in class. I would literally rewrite everything, everything. Um, And then with everything I've been doing lately, I'm like, oh, I got an iPad. So like, I have to use it. I have to do this. I have to do that. But then like, I'm also a perfectionist and I am obsessive over how things look, whether I'm writing them out or they're on my iPad. And so I end up spending more time making them look to what to me is perfect instead of just completing the task. So I told myself today I'm like you know what why not just go back to my old ways and (laughs) do something do something that works um and just like start writing things out writing down my ideas putting my headphones on and listening to music um you know technology gets so distracting especially in this age you know there's always a notification popping up it doesn't matter if you're on do not disturb our brains are wired to want to be on our technology. So that's why we have to like fight the urges and use do not disturb. It's it's actually pretty insane when you think about it um, and how our brains are literally addicted to technology. I realized that what I was really feeling was overwhelm and it wasn't a bad sense of overwhelm. It just was coming from the fact that I have so many crazy, great opportunities around me. And it's almost like an an environment of abundance and I just don't know what to grab or what to hold on to or how to hold on or how to form it into something that works for me. Um, But then I realized overwhelm comes with seasons of abundance. Like what is abundance? Abundance is just having robust opportunities around you. Um, Opportunities to grow, opportunities to connect, you literally name it. And when, you know, you think of like 60 people sitting in front of you and they're all talking to you and trying to get your attention, you know, 
like, of course, you're going to be overwhelmed and every single one of them's a great opportunity. And you can actually have technically could, you know, speak with all of them and see what they all have to offer. And pretty much you, you could probably do all of it too. Um, which can be overwhelming in like all of the best ways. But a lot of times when you just have never done something before, or you haven't had the experience, it ends up almost triggering a fear response because our bodies are made, you know, to eat, sleep, pleasure, um, fear, hunt, whatever, however you want to say it. And, you know, if something's making us unsure, then it's triggering our fear response, which then triggers panic, which then triggers anxiety. And I realized that I was just pent up with like unsureties and I just needed to let it out. And so I let the tears flow. I let myself scream. I let myself do whatever I needed to do in the moment because why, why shouldn't I, why shouldn't I scream in my car? Why shouldn't I cry in my car? Why shouldn't I cry in public? Why shouldn't I cry on my couch? Like we're all, we're all human. And, and I think it's just so sad that we look at emotions as things that are supposed to be hidden and not shared. The reason why we have them is so that the people around us can see how we feel. And so that we can let out, you know, the little like bags of heaviness that come with every single thing that isn't pleasant that goes on in our lives. Um, And another thing I've noticed is that the moments that I start to feel similar to this are usually the ones that have followed a period of less of less intentional spirituality. So usually I'm speaking, I, I like to speak to what I call my angel guides and my, you know, my angels, my dad, my grandfather. Um, and then usually I say, and whoever else is on my team up there, um, and obviously pray. Um, but I lately, I think the past like month, month and a half, I've been so scared, literally just terrified of what might be wrong with my body that I was forgetting to be present. I was forgetting that I have a connection to the world. I have a connection to, you know, energy and that I can tune into it. Even my own energy, never mind the external energy that influences, you know, how you feel and what happens and when. But my internal energy, I just was completely distracted by irrational, intrusive and untrue thoughts that I forgot how to even be present in the moment and realize all of the things that were good or that the things that were happening were actually good because I was just used to, you know, being scared and not coming down from it. Um, And so I realized that I need to start to like reconnect with myself again and really feel my emotions. And there are so many different ways to do this. You could um, I don't know, use a podcast as basically your journal like I am right now um, and, um, you know, share with other people. You could journal. Um, that's something that I I do a little bit. I have a planner and in the day I started writing what happened that day. But, you know, that's not necessarily journaling your feelings, um, but everybody's different. Um, it could be it could be journaling. It could be calling a friend. It could be sitting on the couch with your dog. Like there are so many different ways 
that you can sit down and just kind of like let your feelings out. And, you know, I just want to say that you should never be ashamed of how you let your feelings out or what that looks like unless you're hurting someone or yourself. That is an issue. Please don't do that. Um, But you're not weak or any less than if you have to take a moment and it's not this beautiful, creative, awesome, perfect, happy moment. That's not what life is. We don't have only happy moments in life. And if, like I said, kind of last week with um, healing, if you expect yourself to only have those good points, you are setting yourself up for failure. So this is me talking to you, but it's also talking my, me talking to myself to stop just assuming that everything is just going to be perfect and make sense all the time because it's not going to. I didn't take my own advice and I let myself believe that it was just going to all work out and be perfect and nothing was going to go wrong. And the second something goes wrong, everything just drops. Like it's like everything is like perfectly floating in the air and then it all falls down. And there's ways to make sure that doesn't happen as harshly or affect you as harshly as it can. And that's just, you know, having moments to ground yourself. This past week with my therapist and my life coach, we were talking about grounding. And I was, since I was having really, really intense anxiety and panic, um, I was having a hard time grounding myself and getting out of that. So um, she told me, she was vulnerable with me and told me about a moment um, in her life or a time in her life where she was feeling the same way. And she literally had to narrate every single thing that she did at the points where she was super, super anxious so that she would focus on something else. And then like, this is like, okay, I'm walking to the bathroom. I don't have socks on. So the floor is cold. The floor is actually kind of slippery right here. Why is it slippery? Now I'm turning the doorknob to enter the bathroom. I'm stepping into the bathroom. Um, Oh, this bathroom rug is very soft. I'm now sitting on the toilet, like literally down to that because your your brain gets so caught up in the emotion that it doesn't even know what to do with itself. So in an attempt to ground yourself and bring yourself to the present moment and not time travel, as Ale, my my life coach, would say, um, we spend a lot of time time traveling to the past and the future, like, oh, only if that happened or thinking about something that happened like three weeks ago or thinking about you know, what you need to get done and all of that instead of just being present in the moment. Um, And this is how we get overwhelmed. We don't focus on what's in front of us and what just needs to get done in the moment or what needs to happen or what needs to be thought about. And we drive ourselves to the point of panic. Um, I'm going to end this. I think that I kind of got out what I wanted to talk about. Um, I really do actually want to kind of have more of these informal podcast episodes. Um, I'm thinking of like calling it like a coffee chat series or like a journal enter series or even maybe having um, kind of like a guided journaling um, because I think that sometimes it can be hard to direct yourself to do things like this. But if you have someone that's helping you, um, then it is obviously going to be a little bit easier at least or it shows you where to start 
Um, I did also, though, want to um, say that the song that got me through today is um, Seasons by Madison Ryan Ward. She is a, um, I don't even know like what they call it, but like she, she basically does worship music, um, but she does it in a way that's modern, and you wouldn't even really know that her songs are referring to God very much unless you really paid attention. Um, and her song literally says, might as well find your song in a prayer to pray, like during these hard times, because you can't like wish the winter away. Just listen to the song. It's, it's so good. It's a very pretty calming song. Um, and I, and I'm happy that I can at least share that and see if like at any point someone can look back on this and be like, all right, let me listen to the song and maybe it'll make me feel better too. Um, all right. So to really close this out, um, you know, you don't always have to be on a perfect track. You don't always. All right. And to close, just remember that it's okay to take a minute for yourself and take a step back. It's okay to stop. It's okay to not be going, 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 going 24-7. It's okay that you need to sleep an extra hour. It's okay. You cannot continue to do the things that you are so driven to do if you're tired, if you're run down, if you're just that, you know, that what that wet rag that I was talking about earlier. Um, how how are you gonna do anything for yourself or anyone else if you have not filled your own cup? So, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed, use the tools that you have or the things that you know make you feel a little bit better to get back grounded and really fully experience the abundance and the good things around you that are happening, or even if they aren't good, to really take them in and, you know, see what you can learn from them. Or, you know, one of the things that helps me is thinking about the reasoning behind something happening. Like, oh, that happened because I needed to learn this. And for me today, I had that little breakdown because I needed to know that I was overwhelmed and I needed to know the flags for myself because sometimes they're always changing and I needed to take a minute. Um, and I think everyone just needs to take a minute. So take care of yourself this week. Give yourself grace. Love yourself through it. And I am so happy that I will be back next week to talk to you all again. Thank you.